Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Union. It's time we talk, season one, episode six. My name is Carlos Smith, and today's episode is sponsored by Cross the Line Podcast. Today we have some very special guests with us once again today. But before we introduce them, allow me to introduce the panel once again. To my right, Ms. Anastasia Booker. Also to my right, Mr. T.J. Booker. And to my left, we have community activist Mr. Jared Smith, and also the Democratic nominee. Mr. Jeff Bailey, who has a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Management, seven years probation, parole agent, and 18 years in ju- judiciary. Before we get to the question, I just want to let everyone know once again, this platform is not just strictly for a Democrat or strictly for a Republican. This platform is for everybody. This is for the community. This is something that's going to benefit everybody. So there is no favoritism. We just welcome any, anybody that's running for office to this platform. So once once again, just want to let everyone know this is not strictly Democrat or Republican. This platform is built for the people. So let's get to it. How are you gentlemen doing this evening? Doing good. And thank everybody again for making this another uh, this episode special, just like all the other ones. Like I said, it's so important because, you know, election time is right around the corner. Um, and it's important for the people watching this to see the candidates instead of walking blindly into the polls and not know who they're voting for. They just see a name on the ballots and they just select the candidate. So before we, my first question for you, Mr. Bailey, um, what have you been doing to prepare for this election? This is right around the corner. Well, it, it, it started back in March and uh, let me, I'll just tell you right up front, it's it's a lot of hard work. Uh, if you never run for our, our public office, then uh, everybody should try it one time because it's a lot of hard work, a, a lot of a lot of events you have to do, and it's it's pretty strenuous. But you got to have good good support behind you. You got to have good people working with you, and uh, you got to have good your families. Got to be they got to be all in with you and, and helping you. Uh, that's that's the main thing because you're taking a lot of time away from the family. Uh, you know, out going doing events and everything, and, and uh, that's that's kind of stressful. But uh, you know, they they understand and and they work just as hard as I do. And and the people that work with my campaign, they work awful hard too. So. And, you know, and I, I thank them for everything they do and uh, the, the time they spend. It's just even the smallest task they do is appreciated because it's the small things in life that matter. It's not always the big things. So it's not all about me. It's about the people that surround me and who, who work for, are working with me and who believe in me. Mm-hmm. One more question for me, and then I'll let my panel ask their questions. Also, for the people watching, if you have any questions or concerns, please, please feel free to leave a comment and we'll do our best to answer the questions. My next question, Mr. Bailey, is as you make your rounds in the community, what is your sense like? What is your pulse of the community that you get when you make your rounds throughout the community right now in Union County? Well, I, when I'm out talking to people, you know, the, the issues that I, that I run across is um, the sheriff's department's kind of got a black eye, you know, at this point in time. And a lot of people say that, it, you know, a lot of things have went down and and, and I try to tell people that's water under the bridge because, uh, you know, we we got new new administration coming uh, soon. And, you know, the, the, there's a trust issue out there uh, and a respect issue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I tell the people when I'm in the community, and I, I say, it's the you know, in order to get respect, you have to give it. Absolutely. So that's that's what you have to do. We have to give give respect to the community. And therefore, it'll turn the community around, and they'll they'll eventually start respecting the, the sheriff's department again. And you know, there there's some good people there. They're really mm-hmm. there's some good good officers that, that want to do the right thing. But uh, you know, we just need good leadership. Yes. Good, there, there's there's a good heart there, but just the the leadership has been lacking in it. And I think that's what I could bring to the table, and and I try to explain that to people. 
So what run. what made you decide to run? I mean, why did you say, look, I want to run for sheriff? Well, it, it started, I guess, four years ago when I ran the first time. Um, I, I, as a judge, I had seen things that I just didn't approve of. And uh, I, I kept that in my mind, and I'd go home and I'd think about it, and I, I, I knew it wasn't right. And I spent a lot of time on Friday, you know, trying to straighten out cases when I had bonded cases coming in. And I mean, it's like, you know, this person's been arrested for this, and, and I'm like, Okay, now I have to ask the defendant, you know, give, give me your side of it. You know, you got a right to face your accuser, so give me your side of it. And, and when I'd listen, there was just things that didn't, didn't add up, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm a big advocate for doing the right thing. That's, that is what I stand for, and doing the right thing. And, and as a judge, you know, the, the Supreme Court put their trust in me, you know, so, you know, I actually answered to the Chief Justice. And so... I had to I had to go by a standard that was above repro reproach and 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 do the right thing, and uh, that's just my background uh, that, that I try to do things like that, and um, it, it works out best when you do that. Even though even you know when I'm out knocking on doors, knocking on the door the other day, and um, a young lady came to the door and I said, you, "You look familiar." She said, "Yeah, I know who you are." And I said, "Well, my next question usually is, well, how'd it go for you?" <laughs> and so because you don't never know. Because I had to make a decision, and, and based, based on facts, I had to make a decision. And her her word quoted were, uh, "You're a good person, but I was in a bad situation." So you know that's that's a good answer to me. But I've always tried to be fair with people and and, and treat them with respect and 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 do the right thing. You if you if you do the right thing, then people you know someone's going to get mad anyway because you you know in, in that situation you half the people's mad. Uh, at the end of the trial or at the end of a, a case or whatever, and, and the other half's happy. So it's just according to who got, you know, who I ruled for. So, but I, I, I did it in a fair way, I felt like. As a judge, um, do you feel like, you know, running for sheriff now, that will make you have more somewhat empty for some, for people that, that, that get caught up in unfortunate situations? Of course, um, you want people to do the right thing. And so when they do the wrong thing, you have to, you know, they have to accept the consequences that come with it. But, you know, just as a judge and now running for sheriff, does that have you, give you more like, do you have more sympathy for these people or how, how would you handle those situations? Well, you you know, it's, it, I'm a firm believer in, in giving people second chances. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I did as a judge. You know, if you came to me, the first thing that I always wanted as a judge was the truth. If you're truthful with me and you're honest with me, then then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I can to help you. But now if you start out and you're telling me, stories that's not even close to you know what's going on right. based on the facts and, and I know what the facts are or I've got the facts and the evidence whatever so you know that that's the main thing tell the truth and then I would always I would try to help as much as I could and I'll give you that chance <coughs> but now once you let me down then I got to do what I got to do and, and so that's that's where we run into the, the situation we need to use common sense because I say it and I've said it a hundred times if you have the authority and you have the power to take a man's freedom, you better know what you're doing because that messes up a person's life if you do it for the wrong reasons or you don't have the facts. So that, that's something that, that, that I've always stuck to. And I, I look at it as if, you, if you've got that authority and you've got that power, don't do it because you can. Because if I'm the sheriff, I will not tolerate it. I will not tolerate it. You better, if you make a case, 
I'm with you 100%, but you better make that case because if it's not, you're going to be held accountable because you're a reflection of, of my administration. So that's where you've got to be. The officer will be held accountable. But now the person who committed a crime, accused of committing a crime, you know, they, they got to be accountable also. Absolutely. So that's where you've got to go by facts. You can't go by feelings. It's facts. Facts is what the law says you have to have. Absolutely. You've had some, uh, there were some discrepancies in the uh, sheriff's office, discrepancy in the, uh, the judge's office. What is your take on uh, transparent uh, in the sheriff's office, forced money and this and that? Well, it, it I think the, you have to be 100% transparent. Uh, I don't have a problem with any anybody in Union County, a citizen, knowing how much money's in the drug fund. If there's $300,000 in the drug fund, I'm proud of it because we're doing our job. But, you know, we need to be accountable and we need to let people know, you know, what's going on. So, you know, just in the magistrate's office, uh, I had a situation in there where, uh, a bad situation I really don't like to talk about, but uh, a couple of close friends actually were doing the wrong thing. And uh, it came down to it, and I made the decision to uh, report it. And, and the reason that I did that is because uh, it's the right thing to do. It's, it, wasn't, it might not have been wasn't a popular thing to do. It was the right thing to do. So when you, when you do the right thing, you can go to bed, and you can feel good about yourself, and, and you know that you did Based on the facts, you did what you had to do and ethical and moral behavior. I mean, that money belonged to the citizens unit. It didn't belong to me. And it would have been just as easy for me to say, okay, friends, uh, well, let's put this money back. We won't say nothing. That's not the way. It, it was gone. You can't put it back. So if, if I would have done that, then I'm just as guilty as they are. Right. But on the other hand, they, they went through the process. They did what they had to do. Uh, they're, they're, they're taking care of it, uh, paid restitution, and and uh, and in talking about second chances, one of the girls actually couldn't find a job, and uh, at that time I had a restaurant and I hired her, and I put her to work because that's that's the second chance that it, it, I gave her that I, that I trust her. I mean, it's just a bad it was a bad situation. It had to be handled. It was handled. Now we moved on. It's water on the bridge. Absolutely. Oh, good. We have a question from one of our. He wants to know who are some of your mentors. As a person, like growing up, you know, you all we all had to have mentors to make us who we are. Yeah, well, of course, my, my mom and dad that that was that was the big part of my life. You know, they they made sure that I was in church and I did the right things. Uh, but but the one person, well, there are actually two people that made a, a big difference in my life, and that was uh, my grandmother and and my great uncle. And my grandmother, she was just, uh, she was a loving person and, and uh, she cared about me. And, and, and I'll never forget when I was in high school, because you know, you'll get into stuff. Well, I always, I always told myself, I said, whatever you do, if you think this is a bad situation or you're fixing to do something that's gonna disappoint your mom and daddy, or you're gonna disappoint your grandmother, you need to back off because you, you, I couldn't take that. I would never wanna hurt them. And I wouldn't wanna hurt her. Uh, and then my great uncle, he spent a lot of time with me uh, as a child that, you know, uh, he worked all the time and he'd take me to work with him. And, uh, and his thing, when he got off work every afternoon, he would actually go around and I was wondering how he, he'd always help these elderly ladies or men or whatever. We'd, he'd go work on something where it'd be a stove, a toilet, whatever. 
But we'd go, but at, at the end of the, you know, when it was all fixed, he would never take any money. And I asked him, I said, well, you didn't get paid for working. He said, no, I got paid. It's just not monetarily. And so that, that had a lot of, that, that's, that's the way I look at things. I've, I've done a lot for people in the past and, and especially young kids. And, uh, and I spent a lot of money doing so. Give them opportunities they never would have had. Uh, but I don't, I don't regret it a bit. Don't want the money back. I did it because it helped them. And, and there's, there's proof out there of my help with these kids today. That I, that I'm, I'm proud of these. They're not kids anymore. They're, they're young adults. And they're in, and they're, you know, some have kids now. Some have a good job. Some play football, Division One, and, and there's just a, a bunch of them, you know, that that I can sit down and I'm so proud of. Another question. We spoke on like we all we spoke last time on defunding police. Now our take on that was nothing like what people uh I mean our I mean the panel. Right. It was nothing like what people say well police shouldn't have this. But what we talked about and what we thought of is that certain things should be uh in the police force, like training should be certain ways and all that type of stuff instead of just getting killed with bullets, you know, that you the kind of pay for, you know, to right. go police the people that the tax money, you know, like a little child, if they go buy a piece of bubble gum, or if they go buy something at Walmart, that's tax dollar. Just to think that, you know, you you might have police officers out there who just willing to just pop a bullet. Mm -hmm. So when we say defunding police, we mean more or less like Making sure that police officers are trained to be decent, you know, desensitized and all the kind of stuff. So nothing to the point where we think that police should like not have weapons or not right. or have good police cars and all that. But we do believe that some training needs to be there on people with mental issues and all that kind of stuff. Sensitivity mm -hmm. training. So mm -hmm. what's your take on that? You know? and, and real quick before, let me add one more thing to that. When we also talk about defunding the police, I also want to add in that. I know police officers need to have proper equipment, but equipment should not be a factor in how you treat people of the community. Like a web, uh, a body cam should not um, be the uh, determining factor of how you treat us, whether it's on or off. Like we should be treated equal, just like anybody else mm -hmm. in the community at any given time. I also want to put that in because I know a lot of times we said when you take money from the police um, police department, they need that. It goes to that equipment that they need, but. I just want to say that equipment should not be a factor in how you treat the people in the community. That's right. And and it goes back to, <coughs> like you said, it goes back to training, but it also goes back to leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, you, you got to lead by example. And that's, that's what I plan on doing. And, and when I say that, you know, you've got the, When we're when you have these officers that are acting in bad ways and, and bad behavior, that's got to be where um, you can't tolerate that, you know. And, and you got to you've got to make a stand as a sheriff. You've got to let them know day one. See, that's that's why I've been I've been preaching state accreditation, and 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 a lot of people say, well, that costs money. Well, it sure does cost money. But let me tell you something: state accreditation it gives you it gives you the rules of the game. It tells you what the rules are. There are rules for everybody. Everybody in that department is following the same rules. Don't care what your name is. I don't care if you've been there 30 years, you've been there 30 days. You still have to follow those rules. And that's why I push state accreditation because uh, the Chief of SLED, Mark Kill, they met with the legislative uh, uh, committee 
And and he was he said the same thing I said in the first debate about we need state accreditation for all law enforcement. And what that does, it gives us the rules, the, the policies and the procedures for the way the officers are to be treated and reprimanded if they're not doing it, if they're not doing it the right way. It makes me accountable as a sheriff. It makes us all uh, get on the same sheet of music. And, and, and I'll give you, this is kind of the way I explain this, state accreditation. It's kind of like the... <coughs> You know, when we go get our driver's license, we have to pass the test. You know, it tells us when to yield, when to stop, when to go. You know, you, you got rules. So that's what state accreditation is. It's, it's just like taking that driving test. It's the rules for law enforcement, just like that would be the rules for the road. And that's the best way I can explain it. They don't change every day. They're set, they're set by people that will come in and look at what your situation is and, and how to handle your, that situation. And that's where you take those data state accreditation and you're held accountable. I am accountable. It's not that, that I don't have the authority of, as a sheriff, but it's, it's the rules that we play the game by. Just like a football game, baseball game, you've got those rules. And if you get that spelled out, we, we get, that, get that and everybody knows. I don't care, like I said, 30 years or 30 days, you've got to follow these rules. If you don't, Here's what happens to you. And it's, it's got to be across the board. I don't have favorites. I don't play favorites. I don't care. You know, I, I can be friends with the with the deputies, and that's fine. But when it comes down to it and you have done something that you shouldn't have done, you know what the penalty is. But that's when you make that example of people, then you know they're going to be thinking. And you can't, and you got to have a, you, you got to hire good people. And, and that's going to come from, you know, county council. You know, I've got to I've got to be friends with county council. We've lost our trust, you know. And so I've got to get back to county council so we can be funded and get the right training that we need. And we need to and, and when you get the right training, you know, we've got to work on the salaries because we're ten thousand dollars behind in salaries with neighbor and heirs. We've got to work on all that. But all that's not going to come overnight and they're not going to get it to us. It's just like I said, to get respect, you got to earn it. We've got to get back to county council and we got to let them know. And we got to work. We need the people to work with us. We need this group. We need everybody to work with us in order to help get the image straightened out and, and keep the sheriff's department moving in a positive direction. And when we do that, the people have the power. The people have the power because they're going to come, they're going to talk to their counselor and they can say, well, okay, they, they're making improvements. We see what they're doing. So let's, let's help them. And that's where the funding is going to come from. That's where you go. But it's not going to happen overnight because there's a distrust. That's what I feel like my job is. I have got to get there and I have got to let the people know. I've got to let county council know. I've got supervisors know. And I want every agency to know, all the fire departments, we're going to do it the right way. We are going to be a trustworthy organization. We're going to do it the right way. If not, I'll handle it. But, you know, and I, and I say this and I'll say it publicly and, I, and, and on this broadcast, if, if you break the rules, I don't care who you are. If you're a major, I'm telling you now, you will have to pay the penalty for whatever, you know, whatever you do. Okay. So I'm not going to be involved with it. I'm not, I don't want to go in and just wholesale fire anybody. I'm going to hold you accountable. You're accountable to me because I'm accountable to the people. And we've got to change this image. We change this image and get this thing moving forward. And you'll be surprised what you can do with a positive attitude and positive image. I mean, you can move mountains once you get the people behind you, but you got to get them back. They're out there now, but you got to get them back. And um, this might be one of the <coughs> questions you guys have, but as far as you said, gaining the trust of the county council and the governing bodies and unions, 
how would you gain the trust of the community? You got to be in the community. You you got to you got to let the communities know I need your help, and and that's the that is the biggest issue I think we have. There's you're, I'm I'm not about being reactive. I think you need to be proactive. You need to know the people in the community. You need to, the officers need to know. I, I would love to have enough applications from people in the communities that I could hire an, an officer from each community. That way, you've already got a little bit of a a leeway in, but it's like I was telling TJ, I mean, you know, the, until you gain, the, <coughs> until you gain the trust of the community, until you get those key people that you know that you can go see in the community and get them to trust Jeff Bailey, the sheriff, that I can go sit down and talk to, or we can talk at a quarterly meeting or whatever, that you can come to me. And if you've got information about a crime, you got to trust in me that, that I will take that information and not just put it into an affidavit and make sure that's that's the way it's going to be. You take that information and you work it and you you don't, you leave that person out of it. You know, they're giving you the information. So you got to leave them out of it. Don't throw them under the bus, you know, because that's why I think a lot of the community is scared to, you know, we've got a lot of unsolved murders and stuff going on. And, and that's the, you, you're not going to get them solved because everybody's scared, but they're scared because we don't have, we don't have a relationship with the community. So you get the relationship with the community. And if I walk up to Mr. Smith over here and say, Hey, uh, you know, what's going on out here? Tell me something, you know, give me something to go on. I don't, I don't want you to testify. Just tell me what's going on. So I can go back and we can work that angle with the investigators or whatever. And, and once you get to feeling good about you, you know, about the relationship and you know, but on a shot of a doubt, my word is my bond. I'm telling you that now, if I give you my word on something, that's what it's going to be. But I expect the same thing out of you too. And that's how we're going to build this thing. We're going to build a community. What would you say is the biggest issue that you see in union right now? The biggest issue is, I mean, we got some serious drug issues going on. And, and that's, that's one of the probably biggest issue. Uh, and you know, you can union is, is, is pretty big landmass, you know, and, and you got to cover a lot of ground, but right now we're the, the, the sheriff department is, is really understaffed bad. And, uh, and, and so that's, that's something that's got to be taken care of. And, and once we get, like I said, it's, it's, it's not an overnight fix. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. It's going to take, a year maybe just to get the finance stuff done. But, you know, we, we've got to, we've got to work together. And, and once we get that going and then the community is going to help with the drug issue too, because you don't, you, you don't want the drugs to be out there for your kids to get, you know? So that's where we use our SRO officers also, you know, the SR, SRO officers are trained. They're highly trained now in the schools. We need them to get in there and, and have a relationship. They've got, a, that's, that's another community right there, the kids. Get in there and let, let them trust you. Explain to them, explain to them about alcohol, drugs, and all that stuff. You know, you that's what you can do. You're there. You're more than an errand boy. Be there. Be to, be a friend to the kids. Get those kids to trust you. And the, that's the kid that's gonna come up and tell you, say so and so's got a gun. You know, okay, well, we de-escalated that already. If we know, you know, some we'll we'll have until we find out the wrong way, somebody might have a gun in school. That's the kind of relationship you need to have. And the SRO officers, and they're, like I said, highly trained and they know how to do this. So we just, we got to count on them to do that and, and educate them and, and actually educate the kids on, on what the law is, you know, because here's the problem with the kids 
they don't, a lot of kids don't realize this, even at the high school level. They, if they get arrested at high school for fighting or simple possession or, you know, anything like that at that young age, that just costs their parents and their family money because they're going to lose the $20,000 life scholarship. Life scholarship. You, you lose it. So that's yeah. that's something else we need to tell them. You know, this is what the laws are. You know, you know, learn learn about search and seizure. Teach them. You know, tell them how, you know, what your rights are as an individual. Teach them because that's, that's as a judge, that's why you follow the law. You follow the law. Elements of the crime. You got to make sure you got those elements of the crime. You can't charge them. You can't just make it up. And, and and you know that's that's one thing. Let's go ahead. Captain McNeil, James McNeil, retired from the uh, sheriff office. Mm-hmm. First African American captain. Uh, Wade Hampton retired uh, recently. Uh, uh, awesome record. Big good in the community and everything. What is your take on uh, minorities and uh, promoting people? So. Uh, uh, African-Americans in the administration? I, I think, number one, I'd like to see more African-Americans apply. That's what we got to have first. We've got to have applicants. And then, you know, once you get involved in, in, in your hire and you're hired on, then it's like, it's the way I look at it. Anybody that's hired on in that sheriff's department, I'm a goal-oriented type person. So if you're, if you're hired on, you need to want to be the sheriff. Okay, that, that should be your goal because that's how you're going to progress and you're going to move up through the ranks. But I would like to see more African-American uh, apply uh, for the jobs. And then once they get there, I've told you, and I say it openly, you've you got state accreditation. People are, are promoted based on merit. And that's what you do. Because you've you got some good good people that's been passed over. And, you know, just because of their name or, or you know, they had some type of advantage. And uh, I just don't. I'm going in with a clean slate. I don't, I don't have, I don't, nobody, I don't owe anybody anything as far as jobs. I have a promise, not one soul a job. They won't do that. I'm going to look at what I've got. I'm going to analyze it, and I'm going to put the best people in the best positions. And so if that would be a, a African-American male, if so be it. I don't have a problem with it. <coughs> you know, that's, that's just the way it is. You put, it's just like a baseball team. You, you put your best players on the field because you're there to win. You know, the same thing in football. And that's what you got to do. You put the best people in that position. But like I said, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see more minorities apply. Mm-hmm. They got to apply before I can do anything to help, you know? So they'll be comfortable when they got in there. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. like, you don't want to apply or go in there and then get in there. You're uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. I understand. And, and, and like I said, you, the people that's going to be in the sheriff's department that, that, that's working there, uh, that's just part of respect. And, and it's like I told the, some of the jailers and, and the guys who work at the chain gang. You know, if if you get talked down to or you're, you you know, treat like you're a, a, a lower level than somebody else, you we can't do that. You you just can't tolerate that because that's not that's not being a good person to start with. And so you got to do you got to do it the right way. It's just like the the, the title of sheriff to me. What does that title mean to me? It's just a title because I'm Jeff. I am what I am, you know, and 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 I want to do I want to do the right thing. I, I've got the the heart to do the right thing, but you know, you it's just a title, and 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 it's not personal gain for me. I'm not doing it for personal gain. I just feel like it's a platform that you're gonna be able to reach the community because somebody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. It's got to happen soon. It can't happen later. It's got to happen soon, 
And I just feel like I'm qualified and I've, I've proved myself over the years in management and, and running my own businesses. And you know how hard that is. I've managed and sold a few in my time, you know, and, and worked hard at them. But I, I give you 110%. And uh, like I said, it's not about personal gain or not about being called a sheriff to me. It's, it's about fixing a problem that we have, making it work. And 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 like I said, it's, it's something that we got to do. I got to have your help. I got mm-hmm. to have the community's help. Yeah. I can't, it's not about I, it's about us. We, we got to do it together as a community. And, and that's what we're going to straighten out a lot of issues. You know, a lot of people, you know, probably wonder why, like, why do you want to talk to Sheriff Candidate? With all the stuff that we got going on in the world today, people don't realize that it starts locally. You know, and mm-hmm. if you have a, a shooting or, or something goes on wrong, it started off locally, you know, and even like people say, well, my vote don't mean nothing. Well, if you don't vote, guess what? You're not a juror. So now you you mm-hmm. never be on the grand jury. I stayed on the grand jury for two years. The second year I volunteered, you know, so a lot of cases brought to me. I'm like, hey, this case ain't right. You know, I'm not just yeah. going back somebody for what you felt. But that's what people don't realize how important it is to mm-hmm. start locally. So far as the sheriff is very important because uh, your deputies going they they gonna pull people over, or they are gonna go into domestic violence. They are gonna go into kids with drugs, and and like right now you said something about drugs. I, I don't realize. I don't think people realize how serious that is. I see a lot of kids who have problems, burst effects, mm-hmm. because their parents do drugs. Women go have babies by men who do drugs, and the children have deformities. You know, sometimes they're not uh, physical. Sometimes they're mental. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize how important that is. So, uh, but realizing that stuff comes from up high. A lot right. of those drugs and stuff come from behind, you know. And, you know, you got little local people pushing drugs, but you got big wheels who's supplying drugs and stuff. So uh, we got to focus on that, you know, and trying to curtail some of that. And, and, and people need to have these conversations with their children. You know, you can't blame that all on law enforcement. Right. When I got a brother or a sister or uncle who I sit back and watch do drugs all the time, mm-hmm. I can't expect the police come clean it up when I look. That's my brother. Like, yeah. hey, man, you, you do a lot of drugs. You need to stop. You know, you think right. about having children. You know, you, it, it starts, takes a village. Mm-hmm. You know, and people need to understand that. And that's why I'm so uh, bent on working in the community. You know, mm-hmm. I see little children born. And I watch them, and I'm like, you know, the child got a disadvantage, you know, and all because the parents doing something. Right. You know, uh, I had a guy bring up my little, my son, he, uh, his friend came to the house, he had a vape pen. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, 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 the vape pen that the guy had, he don't smoke. So God knows what he had in that vape pen. And, and my little son, being five years old, well, at the time he was like four, his little eight-year-old friend come by with a vape pen. And he said, here, we're going to try it. And first thing you know, he ready to put it to his mouth, but his brother saw him. Right. But all that start from somebody at home. It starts mm-hmm. at home. We got to mm-hmm. make sure we we push that. And see, I'm willing to work with law enforcement, you know, to have these programs so they can go to school. Well, you know, Jerry, we had school say mm-hmm. no to drugs. They don't mm-hmm. do that no more. Yeah. You know, we had dare to be different. Right. You know, you had a little band. They don't do that anymore. And I think we need to look at that. And it goes from alcohol all the way to drugs. You people need to pay attention. And that's what the SRO officers are trained for now. You know, the DARE program went away years ago. And I'm not sure 
how successful that they felt it was the legislature or whatever, or funding, or they just quit funding the program or whatever. But, but that's something that the there, I mean, that the SRO officers is, is, if I'm sheriff, they need to, they need to work on that. I mean, that's their, they need to teach. They need to, they need to teach the kids right from wrong. You know, it's, they might not have that father at home to tell them that, you know, yeah. well, step up. I mean, I've, I've talked to a bunch of kids in my day uh, and, and told them that, you know, that this is not right. This is experiences I've seen. And, and uh, you, you just going down the wrong road. And I've lectured some for hours, you know, uh, I can give you a list of, of ones I've lectured for hours and they'll laugh about it now, but they knew that they see it now. They're, they're older. They understand what I was trying to tell them. So, um, you know, that, that's a, that's a big, a big deal to me, you know, working with, just like with, with, uh, Mickey Gist, he does, a, he does a, a lot of programs, you know? And so, you know, Mickey, that's, I, I told him I would do anything I could to support his program. And anybody's got a program. I mean, you got to work with everybody, but that's where you got to get that community meeting and you've got to have it and you got to, they got to let you know, you know, what the deal is. And Hey, I got this program now. I can't go fund everything, but, can I go speak to them and, and be a role model and, and, and give them an actual life experience? You know, that might mean a lot to a kid. So. No matter no matter who's the, uh, the Chevrolet will be, um, we got to put Republicans and Democrats off to the side. We mm-hmm. got to work together as a collective yeah. body. Mm-hmm. We got to work together as And I've said that before, as far as sheriff, um, politically, I care less what your views are. It's more about your morale, your character, what type of person mm-hmm. are you trustworthy? Right. You know, because you're putting a lot in a person's hands when they have that position. Right. And if they don't hold people accountable, things happen. Right. And it, it's a it's a powerful position, but I'm you know, if I'm elected going in day one, I'm telling you now, I owe nobody any favors. Publicly saying it right here. If you've contributed to my campaign, you think you're gonna get something out of me, you're not. It's not gonna happen. So, you know, and it's like I tell officers, and I, I met with them the other night, and I told them, I said, let me tell you, if you make a case on somebody, then you got, if, if, if you're, if it's a big family, say, and it's worth two or 300 votes to me, mm-hmm. I have no problem with it. You arrest them if they broke the law, but you better make sure that you do the right thing when you arrest them because you're going to be held accountable because I'm accountable to you and we'll have your back. We'll stand behind you 100% as an officer if you do the right thing. But if you do the wrong thing, no, sir, ain't going to happen. It'll happen with me. Mr. Smith brought a great point up last a couple of weeks ago when he was on here, and he was talking about the good old boy system was one of the issues with, with Union County, how how sometimes people in those positions would turn their head and let their friends get away with things. And you, you, you talked about it earlier about how you even had to uh, hold some of your friends accountable for some things that they did. What are your thoughts on the good old boy system in union? How do you plan on uh, breaking that up? That's easy to break up. I'm telling you publicly right now. <laughs> break the law. I don't care who you are. I'm telling you now. It don't it, it don't matter because that's that's just that's the judge part of me. You know, you have if if you're gonna hold the sheriff accountable and you're gonna hold the officers accountable, <coughs> you gotta hold the defendants accountable. Everybody's accountable. Everybody. I don't care. Your name is just a name. And if and, and TJ, if you break the law, I mean, I got to do what I got to do. You know, if he breaks the law, I, I got to do what I will do. It, it's not because it, 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 uh, me and Mr. Smith had known each other for a while. You know, it don't matter. 
That don't matter. Mm -hmm. Don't my friends don't put me in that position. I respect a person more like that. That's being fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. fair. I just don't want to get no joke out of me. I already right. just well, said. <laughs> you know, I might lose folks tonight because of it, but I'm telling you, <laughs> if Union County wants somebody to do the right thing and do it the right way, then you need to elect me. If you don't want it and you want the same old stuff, don't elect me. I'm good. I'm offering my services to Union County. I think I got what it takes. I know I got what it takes, but I just I need the opportunity. And, and the only way I'm going to get it is if the people believe in me. And I tell you what, in four years, if I if you think I'm just telling you what you want to hear, you know how to get rid of me. Get rid of me. It's a vote. But you just I'm telling you now, it, it's I'm, I'm going to dedicate 110 percent to to the job. And, and I'm not just telling you what you want to hear. I'm telling you how I'm going to do it. And it is being involved with the community. The officers need to be involved with the community. I don't care if they go sit down and eat biscuits in the morning with you at parties or wherever. That's good. That's good for morale. That's good for the people. Yeah. You know, that's how you build in relationships. I'm not going to micromanage them and tell them, you know, you can't go here, you can't go here. You, you, need to, you need to be in the public. That's why you got a car with keys. Don't just answer calls, but, we, but, but you got to understand them on, on their behalf, on, on the officer's behalf. We are so short-staffed now. This is dangerous. It is very dangerous to have, you know, because you, they're working so many hours. And you know, if you if you work if you work sixty hours a week, you let your guard down in any job. That's how you get hurt. Mm -hmm. You let your guard down, and, and it's not safe for them. I don't. I want them to go home to their families. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to take care of the officers, but I want to take care of the public too. But I'm not going to sell my soul for either one. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to do it. I mean, it's just flat. It's straight down the line. That's just the way I am. I am straight down the line. I play it by the book. And if that's what Union County wants, then that's what they can get. But it's up to the people of Union County. Well, what people I see, what we want is for them to go home at night, for we can keep the news reporters, the CNN, the big time people, we keep them out of here. We don't need that no, kind of we stuff. Don't. We don't need no George Floyds. We don't need no, no, we don't need nobody shooting at no officers. And we need people to all say, look, I want to be a police officer, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, and them guys need some help. People, that's right. you know, that's a good career. You know, like, hey, look, I want to be a in a good career. I want to stay here in Union, mm -hmm. but I don't want to be in danger. That's right. You know, so make it where everybody can get along and, and do yeah. what's right. And, and that's what you got to do. But that's where I've got to have, if I'm sheriff, I've got to have your help. I've got to have your help. I've got to have everybody in the community's help. And then... We get the officers and, and let them understand. And, and see, right now, you, you just got to think the officers are kind of like, they're, they're kind of guarded or shielded now because they don't really know how the people perceive them, you know? Mm -hmm. But once the people perceive them in a positive light, then that's going to bring them out. Mm -hmm. But we're a short staff now, and that's why we have got to hurry and get get county council on board and get the people of Union County on board and believe in us. Mm -hmm. I'm just asking the people to believe in us. Mm -hmm. Believe in the sheriff's department. Just let's forget about it. Water on the bridge. We're going to start a new day, a new time, and everybody's got a new life they can start. You know, mm -hmm. they'll start a new life and we're going to move from there. And then some of them aren't going to make it because I'm telling you, they won't buy into the team concept. Mm -hmm. But if you don't buy into the team concept, you, you can't you. play. You, can't. you have to find somewhere else. So, you know, we'll do what we have to do. It's not going to happen overnight, though. We got to take our time. You got to have you got to have good people apply. And see, if you don't have good people apply, you can't hire good people. Mm -hmm. But see, a lot of a lot of the applications you get now is because they can't. They got fired somewhere else, so they can come to union because we're in need. Mm -hmm. 
You still want to say you say yeah. that words, but that's where the people's got to help me. That's yeah. where we got to go to the council members. So we got to give these people that's putting their life on the line. We got to give them more money. We got to give them the best they need so they can go home to their family. Don't mm -hmm. ask them to crawl up a tree that you ain't gonna climb. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're asking them to do. We're asking them to go out there now without vest. Mm -hmm. It's not safe, not in this world. Mm -hmm. But but that's that's where we have to work together and bring the community together, bring mm -hmm. the community into it, and and, and get feedback. And and that's that's exactly how I plan to do it. Mm -hmm. No hidden agenda with me. I mean, this is just mm -hmm. straight down the line. That's what I plan on doing. And I plan on being there myself. I, I I'm a social person. I'm I'm allowed to pull up here at the barbershop and talk to you one day, or I'm allowed to pull up and you know down in Lockhart and get out and say, hey, what's going on? But a, you know, a, a classic example while I was campaigning is. I was down at Carlisle and I, I seen some guys sitting out there. And uh, when I pulled up and got out of the truck, some of them running, I said, whoa, you ain't got to go nowhere. You know, you own your own property. You're doing what you, you know, you're not doing anything. Why you run? I, I just want to talk to you. But that, that's what you got to do. You got to have, you got to, when you see a group of people sitting there, even if they're uh, drinking an alcoholic beverage or something and they're on their property, well, don't be scared. We don't want the officers to be scared. We don't want the people to be scared. But the only way we're going to fix it is educate everybody about it. Educate what the officer's job is. What's his role in society? What is the community's role? Let's just do what we're supposed to do. Do what the officer asks you to do. If, he, if he's being polite, if he's out of line, then it'll show on the body cam. I'll handle it. I promise you. You'll handle that? I will because it's going to, you know, I, you can't, you, how can I ask you to trust me if, if I let them get by with it? Yeah. You know, do the right thing. It's not a hard thing to do. With all that's going on, um, as you said, that officers are somewhat on edge because they're short-staffed and then they don't know how the community views them. And then you have the black community who, you know, not sure how the police view them. With right. all that's going on in the world, it's a lot going on it is. in this country. Um Police, you know, against in community not having that bond. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of that it, it involves younger people, mm -hmm. involves the youth. Right. Um, a lot of people record now. That's you right. Know, you know, they mm -hmm. take out their phones and they're gonna record. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you feel? You know, what's what are your views on someone pulling a camera out? I, I don't I mean that's fine because if if the officer's doing something wrong. You, you you know you, you're catching it if he's doing something wrong. You gotta you gotta be polite. You gotta do the right. You got to, you got to do your job, and, and that's serve the public. I'm not saying that that the officers are wrong 100 percent of the time. You know they're not. But but it's 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 just how I approach you. If I would have walked up to you in the parking lot out here and I would have been rude to you right off the start, our relationship in here would have been terrible. But I spoke to you, found out your name, found out who you were. Well, that's what you got to do. I mean, that's how you handle it. There's, there's, there's more to it than just, just going, you know, just being a robot and and not having a personality. You know, you you, you use your personality to, to even if somebody's doing something wrong, you know, you got to fill that situation out. You need to analyze the situation when you pull up as an officer, and 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 take it from there. And you you'll know pretty much what your first response is going to be. You know, so mm -hmm. that that's and, and that's what they're trained to do. They just need more training too, because they haven't had a whole lot of training lately. You know, yeah. that's what we got to do. We've got to get their training, and we can't just have one person getting all the training, building a resume. Yeah. We got to have everybody getting training. Because I mean, as a judge, there, I can't tell you every year I, I had to have twenty-five to thirty uh, 
hours of, and, and you did too with DSS, but I had to have all that training every year in criminal domestic violence and, and, and all this stuff. So you, you, you got to have that training and, and I learned from it. I learned how to run my job. So if you don't have training and you don't have, you know, things that go along with it, how can, how can you run your job? It just throw you out there into the wolves. You can't do that. So it just don't, it's not a good mix. So that's, that's where we got to change it. And like I said, I'm, I'm 100% behind the deputies. And I want them to have their needs, not their wants. I want them to have their needs to go home to their family and, and get what they need. And then the wants will come later on, you know, if it's, if, if once we gain the trust of the public, and, and then we can we can go from there and, and, and see what all is going to happen. You know? But there's a lot of changes right. that can be made. You say you, you're behind your deputies, but also how important is it to speak out against them? Because like I know a lot of people in our community, we feel like it's it's so it's like a so divided because when you see things like a George Floyd or Breonna Taylor or Trayvon Martin, we see these things with people in law enforcement overall on TV, they they do these things to us and then they get off the hook and it's like it's no accountability. But how important is it? And on the side of law enforcement to speak out against these things, even if it's not in our community, how important is it to speak out against those things? Well, that, that's where when you build that relationship with the community, along with having a community relationship, I've, I've got to have a relationship with my officers and, and they've got to know they've got they've got to buy into the program. But but also the community's got to buy in. And, you know, we see all that stuff on the national news and and that's terrible stuff. But but really in union, we don't really have that that major problem. We have some issues, but we don't mm-hmm. have a major. And, and that's that's something that we need to stop now before it gets here. We don't need it to travel mm-hmm. across state lines to get here. We need to stop it now. And this is what y'all are doing with your show. When, you know, mm-hmm. you're letting it get out there how we need to do things. And and that's that's the and I say it all along. We we've never had these these podcasts and stuff that, that we can get our message out. I mean this is a great way to touch people. And we're touching them and letting them know you know, I can say it publicly. I, I'd say it now how I feel, you know, and, and they're going to know that. But 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 you got to see you got to see me six months from now. And see how I act. Right. But you're going to see the same person. I'm telling you, you're going to see the same person because I put my pants on just like everybody else. It's, it's not about the sheriff. It's not. This is the sheriff. And he walks 10 feet taller than everybody else. And he's bulletproof. That don't happen with me because you got to you. you, you it's, it's like I told a guy one time playing baseball, and he told me, you know, he, he was, oh, yeah, I hit all these home runs, and I guarantee you, you know who I'm talking about. But he, he hit all these home runs at Greenwood and everything. He's a JV, and the varsity wasn't hitting any, you know, and he's all all bowed up and everything. I said, let me tell you something. You better learn how to humble yourself because I said, everybody you pass on the way up that ladder, you're going to see them on your way down too, and they're going to remind you. So you, you you got to humble yourself, and you got to you got to be even though you got the title of sheriff, you got to be a real person. Yeah. You you got to have that heart if you if you see a situation, and you know some people might think it's kind of crazy that I say that, but that, that's just the way it is. That's that's the world we live in now. You just have to be respectful, and and, and that way you get it back. Yeah. And, and that's just the way I play it. And, and then see, a lot of people don't realize that the world that we live in now is different. You got cameras, everything. Like right now, we record it, even if we didn't have one of those cameras. They got cameras all over the place. Mm-hmm. Everything's under uh, surveillance. So when you see something done on surveillance, like George Floyd, when the guy uh, was had his knee on his neck, and the other guy's like, "We need, do we need to turn him over?" And you know, you still had some people say, "Well." You, the man was on drugs and all that kind of stuff. It mm-hmm. just, 
you know, uh, got to know the facts whenever when we sit right here and sing this man mm -hmm. begging for his life. Exactly. Now it, it, it's different. You know, I heard it my whole life police officers say, you carry a little stinger with you. If you ever shoot somebody, you throw it down. You know, they did that. The guy tried that in uh, Charleston. The man was running. He shot him in the back. And then he took his taser and threw it off. Didn't realize somebody was recording. Uh -huh. You know, I tell anybody, the devil know what you want to do. He's going to give you an opportunity to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, he's also the same one that's going to hang you up to dry. Yep. You know, because he, he his the devil's thing is to see you lose your soul. Uh -huh. and, and and all kind of people lose their soul because of the hatred. So what, what we got to do as, as with, 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 with me, God has put in me how I should be and I treat anybody the same way I want to be treated. And that's the bottom line. When we learn to respect each other and love each other and realize that we are all God's children, it's easy to make a, you, it's easy to stand up against when you see something mm -hmm. wrong. A lot of people say, well, I'll stand behind the deputy that put him his knee on his neck. When we seen that on video, right. uh, when he's on drugs, I don't care what kind of drugs he wanted. If he was on drugs, that means he could handle drugs. He wouldn't have died like that. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. Well, that kind but of see, thing. you got the, we do have our share of problems, but not like what we see on TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, the sheriff and Nick have an advantage now. Yeah. Because see, he could nip it in the bud. But, yeah. If you see a guy who will, I wish somebody would try me on a shoe. When you well, see that kind of stuff, well, yeah, well, well see, but you, here's what you got to do. You, you, when you hire people, you know, they, they need to go through that psychological evaluation. They need that. But, but also, you know, you need to, you need to, don't, that's what, I'm, that's what I want to try to get away from is just hire somebody because we need a body. We don't, yeah. we, we yeah. can't hire bodies no more. Yeah. It's too risky. It's too it's risky. risky. So what we have to do is we have to hire, hire good people. We have to get the, get everything lined up that we need that we can bring those people, the good people in and they know they got a future and they can, they can, you know, they can move up in rank and, and they can make more money and they can, you know, and, and, and feel good and have a big goal oriented. Yeah. But uh, that's just, that's something they do. But, but as the sheriff, and you know, and, and, and not just who I want to hire, but I, I want to have a group of people that work inside the sheriff's office that will all look at the applications. But we need to also we need to monitor the social media. You'll find out a lot about people through social media. Yeah, Me yeah. personally, I don't do social media. I don't have a Facebook. I don't do it. And I, I mean, that might be a, a disadvantage to me, but. As a judge, I've seen so much trouble starting from Facebook because people were proud to say stuff on Facebook, yeah. but they won't say it face to face. So, you know, that's that's just, and it, and it causes trouble. It causes people to lie and, and to get into situations that, you know, that, and next thing you know, it's an argument, a fight, or a shooting, or whatever it is. But, but you know, monitor monitor who you hire, monitor their Facebook pages. Yeah. And see, see like you know, social mm -hmm. media, just see where they, you know, what they talk about. And you'll find out a lot about the true people on, yeah. on social media. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's something that you need to do uh, along with, you know, did you got to check the prior employment. Why did mm -hmm. they leave? Right. Why did they leave Lawrence County? Or why did they leave yeah. uh, Charleston? Yeah. There's a reason they left. Yeah. It wasn't because you, you come in union, you're going to make way less money. Why'd you leave? You know, yeah. mm -hmm. so that's, that's where we got to get better, better applications, better people. And, you know, and, and like I said, the, the ones that's there now, they're, they're working hard because they just, they're short staffed. And, and like I said, but and I hate that, but that's something I hope we can take care of. But I, if I'm elected sheriff, I can't just hire somebody just for a warm body. 
Because then we're going to get in trouble again. Yeah, you got we'll be right back where we, you know, you'll be right back into something else because they'll, you know, no telling why they left the other agency. That's good. I like right. that. As we get uh, close to election time, my, my, one of my biggest concerns um, with the election, both Democrat and Republican, but especially the Democrats, is like it's known for like for, for African Americans to vote just Democrat. Mm-hmm. And to me, the issue with that is when you just automatically give the Democrat your vote, that gives them no incentive to do anything for you. They don't have to worry about it because right. they already know that they have your vote. What what do you do to make sure that you don't take the black vote or any of your voters for granted? You just it's just my personality. And and my word is my bond. I'm telling you, and I'm I'm saying it on these cameras. I mean, like you said, there's cameras everywhere. I'm telling you now. I I intend to work with the community. That's what I have to do in order to be have a successful sheriff's department, a successful community, to be proud of a successful sheriff's department. So that, that's just what you have to do. You have to make sure I'm telling you what I'm going to do and, and hold me accountable. Hold me accountable to it. I mean, you're going to do more of these shows, I hope. And, Absolutely. And, and you know what I'm saying? Then I'll, I'll be glad to come on at any point in time as sheriff. And don't, mm-hmm. you know, and if there's an issue comes up, hey, you, you got a right to know. I work for you. Mm-hmm. Bring me on here and ask me about it. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Mr. Collins brought that out. We have a tendency to just go yeah. straight Democrat, and uh, it should not be like that. Right? It should not be straight yeah. Republican. Should not be straight Democrat or nothing like that. It should be the best person uh, yeah. for the job. When Tim Scott was running uh, for the Senate, and I said, "You, you went Tim Scott. You, you support Tim Scott?" I feel that he, me, was the best person for the job. Mm-hmm. You know, the best person for yeah. the job. And then it goes back. It, it, it before, during, and after the election, it's still much needed work to do. You have to have an agenda uh, set up, and you have to say, "Hey, Mr. Bayes, this community, we, 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 we voice our opinion for you, and we want, we want you to look at this agenda before you vote. Then you vote. Then after you vote, hold them accountable to what they." You know what they said mm-hmm. they're gonna say. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what they gonna do? Yeah. Hold right. them accountable. But we have a tendency to go vote, that's and after vote, we, that's, that's it. it for four exactly. years. Yeah. We, we don't mm-hmm. get involved in the community. We don't get involved with school board. We don't get involved with the city uh, council meeting. You just that's it for four years. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. And then likewise, if you don't watch it, you got some political candidate. Same thing. You don't see it no more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you what you said. Hold, bring you back to the show. Hold me accountable. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. fine. You, you know, if I'm not doing what I tell you I'm doing, call me back in. You, I mean, that's yeah. you got to hold me accountable. Hold yeah. my feet to the fire. Yeah. If I if I'm sitting here telling you something, I, I my word is my bond. I'm telling you what I'm going to do, and and that's all I can do. I mean, I can't I can't do no more. You know, everybody said, well, you, you need to go here and you need to do this, you need to do that. Look, I'm telling people. I've told a lot of people. Just trust me. I need your help, but you trust me, and I promise you, I'll do my. I'll give you 110%. But like I said, I've told y'all along. If on November the third, if if I'm, if Jeff Bailey's not elected sheriff, that's fine. I'm at peace with it because I'm offering. I'm offering what I feel like that I can contribute to society to help. That's what I'm offering. And if, like I said, if it don't it don't work out, you you know I'll still come on the show. 
If you, need, if you need me to talk about something, I'll come on here and talk to you about it. But I, I want to, I'm a positive person. I want to be positive, and that's the only way we're going to ever, you know, we're going to move forward is being positive. And, and like I said earlier, water under the bridge, just let it go. Let it go and let's move on. But, uh, you, you know, I, if I'm elected, I've got four years to prove myself. And at, at the end of four years, if I hadn't done what I said, you call me out, I'll be on your show again. You know, just that's the way it is. But the big word is transparent. And, and accountability. That's, that's what you got to have. You'll always know where I stand and you'll always know what I'm doing. I have, time is starting to wind down, but I still have some, some more questions that I would like to ask. I know one of the things that, that took place, I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday, we had the, the Black Lives Matter mural. Mm-hmm. I want to know your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter mural that we have now in Union County. Yes, I, and, and you know, like I said, that's, and, and some people, you know, they don't believe in it, and some people do. But that's just an expression of freedom of speech that you have. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm about I'm about any type of civil, you know, protest. It's, it's got to be civil, mm-hmm. you know. You know, if you can protest anything, that's your right as a citizen to protest something. Just do it in a respectful way. That's the way I, I, I look at it. And, and do it within the, the bounds of the law, and, and I think everything will be great. But, yeah, you know, you, you, but you, you can't. You can't hate on people just for the Black Lives Matter movement, and then, but but then again, you can't have those people hating on some other, you know, some other situation that's going on. You know, there's this freedom of speech. So we got we got to, as a community here we go working together again. That's what we got to do. We we got to come to some some type of ground that we can stand on together. I think with that it, the problem lies is the lack of communication, the lack of listening. Um, mm-hmm. um, some parts of, of individuals because as we say like defund the police some people have this definition of it others have this definition right. mm-hmm. it's black lives matter some people take it this way and some people right. take it that way you know mm-hmm. it's a it's a lack of communication oftentimes um my views on it is it's, it's more like a asking for equality exactly. um, and some people take it as a oh they're a hate group or a protest. It's, you know, yeah. it's just, it's a peaceful, it's supposed to be a peaceful right. yeah. um, mm-hmm. movement. The expression. Yeah. It's like, it's like the one guy, he, he said he was a write-in candidate. He said the same thing. If you, you ask your wife, uh, she said, baby, do you love me? He said, well, I love everybody. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you know, that's all like, well, no, no, I ask her, do you love me? Mm-hmm. No, exactly. no, I love everybody. You know, the Bob said, right. I don't love everybody. That's exactly Right. You know what we're saying, and, and it's not so much of of saying like black lives mean more than white lives. Right. You know, and I think a lot of people don't or, or want to say that where they say like, all men are created equal. Then you look at the Constitution and say all men are created equal, but black people were slaves then. So are mm-hmm. you, you know, are you saying well, you fit up on that category again? Well, all people are created equal when we know mm-hmm. it's it's not. So when we say black lives matter, say mm-hmm. this out there, it's not so much of we saying. Hey, the white lives don't matter, or blue lives right. don't matter. For right. one, there's no such thing as blue life. You choose to wear that. You you choose to wear that life. But I will say this: that's one of the biggest gangs in America. You know, police officers. Because when I, if I know I done wrong, I got people standing behind me and say, you know, well you didn't. You know, exactly. so and, and you got that. So for them to try to use that to say. Uh, it's a hate group or something like that. I tell any officer to his face. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not the right. same thing. When we say Black Lives Matter, like I said, you wouldn't tell your wife I love everybody. It's, it, it's not hard to say. I, 
we vote love black people too. Right. You know, exactly. and, and then well, it's that's a conversation that it's a conversation that needs to happen. The same way that this show is a conversation that needs to happen in Union. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's things that are going on in Union that, you know, it perceives us in a negative light and we need to bring it out in negative yeah. the same yeah. way with that yeah. movement. Yeah. It's, right. and, and that's a lot of things is um, communication. Yeah, yeah. And, communication. And you got to do it. definitely need to have that open communication with mm -hmm. the community, young youth and older community. That's right. Yeah. Because we're all involved. Well, um, everybody, communication, transparent, and accountability. You need, you need to have that. And that's the only thing we were asking. If you can mm -hmm. come share, allow them officers to sit down and talk to us and, and we make Because when I pulled over there to that, thank God for Josh Meadows. Doing that, I had two officers. Well, I had one officer come over there. He's like, T, can I take a picture with you on top of this? I love this. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I love yeah. the fact that we're saying, you know, uh, everybody deserves a fair trial. You know, right. you know, and shouldn't be shot or killed like a dog. Yeah. Anybody shouldn't be like, yeah. you deserve to go to court. Yeah, but, but that's you, all. But that, that's, there again, that's, that's where I have to lead by example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I have to offer. I have, yeah. to, I have to lead by example. And if, if I do the right thing, they know they're expected to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But it'll be it'll be nipped quick. Yeah. I mean, it, you, if, yeah. if there's signs, you know, you can't let it get out of control. That's but right. We we as a group of people, like you said, have to communicate. Yeah, that's we right. as a group, and 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 once we do that, then, then everything will be a whole lot better off. Yeah. Because when you when you have division, you have nothing. The Bible tells us that. Yep. You know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You can't have division. So, yeah, um, and and that's and, and like I said, I'm not here telling you what you're gonna hear. I'm just saying that's the way I operate. That right. that is me yeah. because I, I've over the years I've I've worked with people and and, and kids and and just you know tried to try to explain to them the right way. And but I also was a good listener too. You have got to be a good listener. Yeah. If you're not a good listener, you're not gonna be productive. And and I tell people this too. You know, I ask people this question a lot of times, but I, I, I feel like I have leadership ability, okay? Mm -hmm. But here's what a lot of people think. People think that leaders should gather more followers. Well, that's false. Leaders should produce more leaders. Mm -hmm. If you do that, then that, that's what real leaders do. They produce leaders that will carry on and do the right thing, just like I don't want to be sheriff forever. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to make a long 20-year career out of it. I want somebody young to come along. And, and, and have the aspiration of being the sheriff one day, but do it the right way and have the same thought process. You know, I hope one comes, if, if I'm elected in, in eight years from now or whatever, if, if somebody wants to run for sheriff and they out of the department, that'll be an easy election. Mm -hmm. If they if they've followed by the, the teachings and the principles and the, and the accreditation that we have, if they follow that law and they've progressed, then it should be an easy deal. Mm -hmm. Nothing to question. But we can't we can't tolerate bad behavior. That's morally, immoral, any kind. Mm -hmm. you just, and I won't okay. tolerate it. There you go. And I just want to ask one question. How do you plan to uh, promote more officers? Like um, recruit more officers. Like what is your plan to recruit good officers? You you this is this is how it's going to work. You you're going to have to you're going to have to clean the image up. Mm -hmm. Clean the image of the department up where you believe in me, where you believe in the Union County Sheriff's Department. If the people believe in it, then they're going to have to get behind the council members, and the council members are put in there by their constituents. So therefore, they have to do what their constituents say. Mm -hmm. You know, if they want, if they want to fund more funding, 
to, to raise the salaries, we are $10,000 starting pay from Lawrence County to Union County. It's $10,000 difference. You're not going to get the top-notch guy. You're going to get what's left over. It's just like it, it's just like when you, you know, back in the years ago when I was a kid, you picking a, uh, picking your baseball team. Well, the, last the last two there, hey, you know, it's going to come down to it. And usually the person that didn't get the last one get picked, they're like, he, well, well, that's what I'm saying. You 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 taking you you having to hire people from the bottom of the barrel. We can't. And when you hire from the bottom of the barrel, you get the bottom of the barrel. So we we've got to we've got to, this is the deal. Image has got to straighten out. You get to the people. The people get behind county council. The people believe in us. County council believes in us. That we move on. We move on. We get the funding we need. But you got to earn it. We got to earn the respect of the people and county council. Okay. That's what we got to do, and then because you're the you're the line between the people and safety, so you you're gonna say you're just not gonna fund us, you you're not gonna give us, you're not gonna help us to hire good people, so we don't have these problems, because one person that can cause a lawsuit that'll that'll is terrible, it'll be a disaster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So you you gotta you you gotta do like a risk needs assessment on this thing, you know. You got to say, hey, by doing this, what's the risk, you know? And, and, and that's where I feel like with my management abilities, I can assess situations like that. I can I can look at it and see which direction we need to go. I can do the budget. I, I see what we need to do. And people say, well, you just got so much money, you can't do it. I don't believe it. I ain't buying it. Because if you do the right thing, people believe in you. And if people believe in you, then it'll come. It'll happen. And that that's that's my plan. I mean, it's simple as that. I'm, I might be giving away all my secrets, but I said them first. So. <laughs> I had two two final questions for me. Um, I'm I'm not sure if anybody else has any more questions, but uh, if if elected sheriff, what is something that you guarantee will happen if you were elected? If, I guarantee you that it's going to get cleaned up. It's going to be it's going to be cleaned up. You know, all we're going we're going to start day one, and we're going to start cleaning up. We're going to do the right thing. And you can't, you know, don't. I don't want people just drawing a check. I need people who's involved. I, I want them to be dedicated to what they do. And 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 the officers are dedicated to what they do. And they they believe in what they do. Or they wouldn't be they wouldn't be at their risk in their life for it. But that that's that's the the, the difference you're going to see right off the bat is going to be the change in, in in the way that we handle ourselves, and the mm-hmm. way we the way we look, the way we do things. It, that that's got to change. Like I said, you've got to be a team player. And if you if you don't want to vote for me because I'm telling you you're going to have to do the right thing, well, don't vote for me. I, but I'm telling you, you got to do the right thing. That's what's expected of you by the people to do the right thing. Not just me, but the people expect me as being an elected official to do the right thing. Lead by example. And and, and they got to, they got to buy into the program. And, and that's how we're going to – that's what we're going to start day one. You will see the image change day one because it's going to – you know, it's going to be a fresh deal. Everybody's going to know, hey, this is what we got to do. This is where we're starting, but here's where we're going. You got to let them know where they're going. You got to tell them which way, which way to drive. We're going this way. This is what our chief goal is right here. Fix the image. And then my my one final question for those people: it's, it's already people that have their mind made of who they're going to vote for, and it's it's not going to change no matter what anybody says. But for those people that are split down the middle, what would you say to those people that's tuning in? I would say um, uh, analyze uh, me uh, as a person, uh, look at what my experiences are, um, 
and then and, and make an educated decision. Don't make a knee-jerk decision about who you vote for. Get it, make an educated decision. If you think I'm the best man for the job, I'll do the job for you. But if you, you know, if you if you think my opponent is uh, is a better man for the job, that's that's what we need to do. But it's up to the people now, and then you have to make the. I know how I'm gonna vote. I'm going to Virginia. I'm going to tell you, and I hope my wife will. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, you know that that's 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 what we're gonna. Uh, hope, hope. But, but but that's what we have to do. We Let me know if she don't. <laughs> That'd be bad. But I mean, but, but we just have to be. We have to. But just like we just had that, in, that exchange right there. That's just the way I am. I I can. I'm lighthearted. I, I can. I can kid with you. I can go on, and you know, and and, and that's what you got to have. You got to have a personable sheriff. You can't have a stiff neck. Just, you know, just you just don't. It looks down on people. You you can't do that. You you got to have somebody that's going to be truthful. It's going to be ethical. Going to be moral. That those are the, the 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 things that that you get taught in church is what you got to take to the sheriff's department. Yeah. You know, I don't mix I don't mix religion and politics, but I'm just saying, but. My character, the people in Union County who really know me, that I talk to them, talk to the talk to the kids that I've worked with, you know. Uh, but I just I just think that we have to we work with all kids. We have to, and I've I've made a point of that all my life, and and I've supported them, and I still support them. I still support those kids that, you know, I, I'm proud every time Shy Smith catches a football. I'm telling you, because mm-hmm. me and Shy spent a lot of time when he was a little kid, you know. We spent a lot of time together and, uh, and and played a lot of ball over the years and several others, you know. But, you know, those are proud moments. You know, A.J. Hunter, when he uh, he got baptized, I was a Buffalo Baptist with him, you know. But that that's that's what I remember. Those are the good times, you know. So that, that that's what I stand for. That That's, you know, and some people might not believe that, but that, but that's okay, you know, because you're going to have people that just not going to believe in it. But, but – Make it, you know, listen to me, watch me, and, and, and make your decision. Because what you see right here is what you get. What you've seen tonight is me. Absolutely. Mr. Bailey, thank you for your time. And also, Mr. Smith, mm-hmm. thank you for serving our community, being a leader in our community. Um, we really appreciate it. Like I said earlier, it was so important to have you here because we go vote a lot of times and we don't know who we're voting for. We don't right. see the faces. We just see names on the ballot mm-hmm. and we'll do straight ticket or however we choose yeah. to vote. But yeah. we don't know these people that we're actually voting That's for. Right. So it was so important for this panel. And thank, like I say, I always thank TJ for helping bring this together because for so long we didn't have a platform and we didn't have a chance to, to learn about our candidates or learn these things that we need to know about in our community. So thank you again. Um, before we get out of here, I want to thank uh, everybody for tuning in once again. If you didn't get a chance to watch this live, make sure you can go you can go back and watch it on Amazon. Listen to it on Amazon Music, Spotify. Pandora, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you took something away from this. And make sure next month you get out and vote. But until next time, keep chasing your dreams. This is Union. It's time we talk. Thank you for listening.